Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Cool Mom 101. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's Emily Kylo here, your host. So for this week, I am going to start bringing in a little segment I'm going to call the confidence tip of the week. So for this week, we are chatting about how to challenge yourself. Now, this isn't something that people always think of when they're talking about building your confidence, but really challenging yourself and doing something new is one of the best ways to build your confidence in whatever area you're trying to build that confidence up. So I'll share with you last week, I did something new that was definitely a challenge for me. Um, I did my first Instagram live with Social Secret Society, and it was such a great experience, but it was something I was a little nervous to do because it was my first time. But now I will feel much more confident the next time I go to do it. And it just built my confidence in general because I know I can, you know, try something new that might seem a little scary and come out on top. So that is the confidence tip of the week and a little bit of a challenge for you. So go do something that um, seems a little, a little scary, a little challenging, and let me know how your confidence is boosted as a result. Okay, so let's get to our episode this week. I have Jen Rainey, who is the founder of Malvados, and they make these amazing sandals that really are inspired by music and travel and fashion, and it's kind of the perfect combination of comfort and style, which who doesn't want those two things to go together? I know I do. Um, And we talk about so much in this episode. Jen is a mom of three teenagers, so it's very fascinating for me to hear kind of that motherhood journey um, when your kids are a little older. So that was really, really awesome to hear, and I think it's it's cool for everyone who is in the beginning of their motherhood journey to hear from someone who's a little further along. Um, and the other thing about Jen is she is just an amazing entrepreneur who's really built such a fabulous brand in Malvados. So I always love hearing um, how someone like that has really built their brand and their business. And I think you're going to love that as well. So for this episode, we talk about gratitude and how it relates to success. We talk about the importance of community and how volunteering fits into that. We chat seeing your kids grow and make decisions all on their own, which is, yeah, definitely a new thing as they start to get a bit older. Um, We also talk about how she's built a successful brand at Malvados and how she involves her kids in the business. And another thing we chat about is racism and how she approaches that in her family. So there's so much value in this episode and I hope you really enjoy getting to know Jen and all the amazing things she's up to. Okay, let's get to it. Here is episode 30 with Jen Rainey from Malvados. 
<laughs> so welcome to the show, Jen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So we are going to jump right on into the mom fashions. Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> okay. What is your daily ritual? My daily ritual starts at around 530. Um, I'm one of those people that loves to get my exercise done first thing in the morning. And, um, and I feel like it's always a great way to start my day. So I usually get up around 5.30. I do, um, I do the gross grind quite often because it's very close to my home. I'm so lucky. Uh, so I do the gross grind probably two or three times a week. And um, sorry. And then um, other than that, I do, uh, I, I do the UBC stairs quite often as well. I really love the stair workout. Um, and I sometimes will throw in a bike ride, like a road ride every now and then. And then, so I do that, then I'll get home around 7.30, um, walk the dog, get the kids ready for school, and then start my work around 9.15. Awesome. Yeah. So your ritual is really about getting that physical movement in, helps get your headspace right. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, used, I went to UBC, so I did the UBC stairs a lot myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I love those stairs. They're awesome. It's fun. And then you can do a little people watching if you're in the mood. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so when you think about your life, what would you say is your why? So why do you, you know, get up in the morning, do your exercise, run your business? What's your why? That's a good question. Um, I think that like, I've always felt really strongly that, um, your success is equal to the depth of your gratitude and, um, gratitude is really important to me. And I feel really strongly about helping others. I do a lot of volunteer work, um, obviously, because I'm grateful for the life that I have. So I guess for me, I see making a contribution to the community I live in as my ultimate purpose and what provides me with the greatest sense of accomplishment. I love that. That's really lovely. Thank you. What is something that you're manifesting right now or a goal that you're working towards? Uh, I would say trying to find a little bit of a better balance with downtime. And, um, you know, I do always have new year's resolutions and my new year's resolution probably for two years in a row now has been to do more reading and, um, to, to start meditating. I, I have started meditating, but to do more meditation. So creating that time and space in my, in my life to, to do that. And, uh, it's really very hard being, you know, like a single mom, working mom to, um, to find that time. So that's what I'm trying to manifest right now. Love it. So important. The rest is all part of it though, isn't it? Like it's what gives you that more space to work more on your business or to really be present with your family. Um, that's what I find for me anyways. Like I really notice when I haven't been doing those things that mm -hmm. I need to kind of recharge. I find that it's harder for me to be present and yeah, it, it's, it creates that kind of like tension in my life. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you say is the best part of being a mom? I love um, family gatherings. I love, um, I love being together in a group. Um, you know, we're all busy in my house. And so that doesn't happen as often as I'd like it to. But I love when we um, do vacations and we just are forced to be together 24-7 for for a few days. Um, and I also really lately I've been noticing my kids cause they're teenagers and I, I'm really enjoying seeing them, their person, their unique personalities 
uh, coming out and things just coming from them making their own decisions. Like for instance, my youngest daughter is a vegetarian. She um, made that decision a few years ago, like when she was 11 and it hadn't, I definitely did not influence that decision. Um, but things like that where they really, uh, they, they're making big decisions and they're doing it on their own and they're researching things and learning. And I, I love seeing that. That's so cool. I love hearing that because my, my son is uh, a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. And even at that age, you do start to see the personality and yeah, cool. This, I think to go through those phases, well, I'm excited for it to, you know, savor the phase you're in, but also I am looking ahead to things like that. Like, that's cool. Like what's he going to be into? Yeah. What are his friends going to be like? So fun. Yeah. So interesting. Totally. And so switching gears, what would you say is the hardest lesson that you've had to learn as a mom? Um, I, there's a couple lessons. I mean, definitely um, I, I'm not judgmental and I, I don't think I'm really a judgmental person in, in life, but I think we all fall into that trap sometimes. And I definitely remember being judgmental of um of mom's um, situations I saw people going through that were ahead of me, you know, their kids were older. And I, I remember vividly speaking with a friend who had a daughter that was, you know, told her she hated her and was swearing at her. This is a teenager. And I thought that's never going to happen to me. <laughs> like, I'm always going to have a great relationship with my kids and they're never going to say those things to me. Um, and, you know, sure enough, I've gone through that stage with every single one of my kids. Um, and you're like, and I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you, you think when you're starting this journey into motherhood that uh, you think, you know, a lot, but you don't know anything. And, and so I guess the hardest lesson for me, yeah, has been realizing that, you know, you can't control some of these phases and you're definitely going to go through those very, very hard phases with, with all of your kids. Definitely. And I was curious to ask you, how has, your journey with motherhood been throughout those phases? Like how can you describe kind of how, yeah, it's changed for you and how you look at yourself as a mother through these different phases? It's interesting because, you know, I have three children. So um, I think the way that I've handled these different phases has been different with every single one because you learn so much. And I feel almost sorry for my firstborn because, <laughs> because you're so inexperienced and, you know, you tend to, you tend to be a little bit more controlling and um, at least I was, you know, and, and worried, you worry more. And so you're not as relaxed. Um, so every time, every time I've gone through this stage with the next child, it's been, I felt like I've done it better, you know, um, which is natural, but uh, I guess I've, I've tried to learn from each experience and then become a better mother because of that. Um, and then I also have a great group of mom friends who have been so helpful in giving me feedback and, and, you know, I learn from them as well, which is amazing. Yeah. I think that's definitely something that comes up a lot when I talk to moms. That's um, a definitely a common thread that support system being really important um, and just having those kind of strong ties that you can just sometimes people to even not necessarily vent to, but, you know, just tell them how it's going. And sometimes it's not going so great. And they can say, you know what, um, don't worry. Like this is what happened with my kid last week. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Yeah. We'll all get through this together, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so given the current uh, climate of the world, really, that we're living in right now, and, you know, racism is such a big topic and probably should have been a much bigger topic long before this, but mm. um, I'm glad that it's getting the attention I think it needs right now. Yeah. And I wanted to hear from you because you have kids who are a little older. Um, how have you kind of approached talking to your kids about racism and yeah, how has that shown up in your family? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I've, I've always had the belief in, uh, you know, um, my kids learning from the way that I, the way I am, the way I interact with people and society. And, uh, I, have always brought my kids up in a very like an open home with lots of communication and you know that there I I don't think there's ever been any racism you know they they've witnessed any so I feel like they've been sheltered and yep. I didn't realize that until all of this started happening and even though I've I feel like I've done a good job in um in in being a you know very open minded person my youngest daughter uh, brought it up the other night and said, you know, how come you never had this conversation with us about, about not saying she had specific racist words. And she said, how come right. you never talk to us about not using those words? And I said, well, because we don't use those words in our family. Like, right. I've never said those words. They're not part of our vocabulary. So I never thought to talk to you about them. And mm -hmm. she's really angry with me about it. And it made me realize that I, I really haven't done a good job in having those conversations because it's not part of our life doesn't mean I shouldn't have those conversations. I should have had those conversations a long time ago. So it's been a real eye opener. Yeah. And I, I think I'm sure I feel like most people are saying something along those lines right now where they're realizing certain things. And I, I don't want to speak for the entire white community, but I will say for myself, I kind of along the lines of what you're saying is I've always thought of myself as a very open person and I've that kind of thing. But I had been completely oblivious, I would say, to the idea of white privilege mm -hmm. and the idea that I have certain benefits at the detriment of people of color and specifically black people. Mm -hmm. So that was really eye-opening for me, but I had never heard that conversation brought up. Not to make an excuse, it's just I, you know, you know better, you do better. That's kind of yeah, where I've landed anyway. So yeah, yeah. and I, I have thought a little bit about, you know, how and more now, especially because of the conversation, like how will I bring that up and what are the conversations that I should be having with you know, my tiny human as he grows up. And it, it, it is interesting because do you, you live in North Van, is that right? Yep. Yeah. And so I think there's certain areas where things like the topic of racism might come up more naturally when there's other people of, you know, a lot more different colors in some places and sorry, a lot more different races in some places though, there's, it's just not like where I grew up, I think there was two black students in my entire school. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, unfortunately, a conversation that we had at all. Yeah, and I hope that schools are actually learning from this as well. I think that this is a good opportunity to to put it into the curriculum. I don't think it ever really has been in the curriculum. So, um, 
so I feel like this is, um, I think we're going to see some, some benefits from, from everything that's been going on. Yes, I think so too, which can only really be a, a positive um, in the end. We're all, seems like we're all getting a lot more educated and yeah. hopefully that's the, just the beginning. I agree. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what I really wanted to talk to you about as well is your journey with your business. So for everyone listening who might not know you yet, could you tell us about Malvados and how it started? I love hearing the kind of origin stories. Um, and then let us know what, where you see the brand going for the next five years. Okay. Yeah. So I started um, Malvados five years ago and I was in the um, swimwear and sort of the beach lifestyle category in the fashion world for a long time. I worked with big, big brands like Roxy and Quicksilver for a very long time and um, swimwear brands like uh, L-Space and Mahi and Vitamin A. And I sort of over the years of doing what I was doing in sales and marketing, I realized there was a hole in the flip-flop market. I felt like there wasn't a, a brand that was um, targeting that girl who was just sort of like a wanderlust, had a wanderlust lifestyle. All the brands that I was selling and, and that I would see in the stores were very surf and beach oriented. And I wanted to create a line of, of sandals that were really pretty, really fashionable, sandals and flip-flops and affordable. And so that you would have like, you know, an option to buy two, let's say two pairs of sandals that you could take with you for your entire weekend getaway. Like you're going to the festival. So you want something cute that you can wear, um, you know, to it, the campsite in your jean shorts. And then you want to throw on a maxi dress and wear a cute little pair of sandals as well. So it, we, we created this, this line that was really geared towards that girl who loves, loves music, travel, and fashion. And um, it really resonated. I mean, when I launched it, I had a great reaction from Canadian retailers right off the bat. Um, and, and then US followed. And now we we're shipping to over 26 countries and we've got um, distributors around the world. We do a great business in Asia. And, um, and it's just been a really exciting, fun experience like creating this brand and bringing it to life and having a vision of who the girl is and then just sort of creating this line for her it's just been it's been so much fun I love that and I I mean I geek out on branding so I love what you said about how that's your kind of kind of your muse that you're looking for that girl who loves like the music festivals loves to travel I just you really get the picture of who that girl is yeah and uh I think you guys have done a really good job in fulfilling that. It's like, yeah, that is for that girl. Like you said, if I was going to go, you know, on like a weekend trip or even a week and you, you mm -hmm. shoes are the hardest thing. Really? Mm -hmm. I always struggle because I always, am going to need for me, probably for you too, like a pair of runners. Cause I'll yeah. want to work out on vacation. Okay. Then I might need like maybe something super dressy if there's something specific but mostly you want something that's going to do like with jeans, with maxi dresses, with shorts. So it, they really are perfect for that. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you've got that vibe from what we're putting out there. <laughs> I definitely do. And so yeah, next five years. So you've been in business for five years. Mm. So what is your next kind of those next five years? What are they looking like for Malvados? Um, I think we're going to evolve our, our line. We've already been, you know, a lot of our, customers are asking for a closed toe option. So for now we're just flip flops and sandals and very beachy, but I, 
I do see as we expand globally and we're getting, um, you know, we're getting good traction in these other areas, it might be nice to have a, a different line in the winter. So we're looking at doing like maybe this fall, um, introducing some slippers, you know, everything's been so comfort um, oriented mm -hmm. lately. And we, um, we did really well in the last two months with our slides because our slides are just that perfect lounge at home item. So you can throw them on and they're so comfy. Um, so along that line, I think we're going to move into doing maybe some slippers and then, um, you know, uh, maybe even doing some cute mules and even, you know, some, some boots next season. So that's, I think that's how we're going to evolve the line. Um, cool. So yeah, and then your product offering really is next up. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. It's super exciting. Um, you know, obviously growing our business and, you know, being more creative. I, I love the marketing side of it. And we've tried to do some really creative marketing things. Like we, all of our brand ambassadors and the people that you see in our campaigns, they're all either musicians, travel bloggers, or DJs. Um, so I want to continue with that authenticity in our branding and our marketing and, uh, I'm just always looking for or watching what other other brands are doing. I love being creative and and you know coming up with great marketing ideas. So cool. Well, it's definitely paying off and the strength of the brand really shines through. So, good work. <laughs> now, something that I feel like every mom who works outside the home cuz we know that mumming is a full-time job also, but for every mom who works outside the home as well. Um, you know, I hear the struggles of trying to balance entrepreneurship or even just their nine to five job, but entrepreneurship with kids. Do you have any hacks that you do to keep organized or any tips? How do you do it? How do you do it all? Um, I don't sleep. That's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not easy for a lot of people. A lot of, you know, we're all so different in how, in terms of how much sleep we need. I just feel like I've been really lucky with the fact that I can survive on very little sleep. So I tend to, I tend to work crazy hours sometimes. Like I'll get up really early or I'll work really late. Um, and that helps me get through like, you know, some days, everything goes sideways. You know, you've got to, you've got to go pick up someone at school cause they're sick or, you know, you, you, you have to take someone somewhere and it, you think it's going to be half an hour and it's two hours. And so those days go crazy. And then I can, a lot of times I'll just work really late to make up for it. But I think also just delegating, you know, delegating is hard as well. And I learned to do that over the years, like right from the beginning, you know, you have to delegate childcare. You've got to be okay mm -hmm. with uh, a stranger taking care of your precious little baby. And so that's when it all starts is starting to learn how to delegate and be okay with handing off those things. Um, so, you know, having somebody come in and clean your house and maybe getting your groceries delivered, um, having someone do your yard work. I mean, they're like little things, but they just, they, they're really important to just delegate. Absolutely. I essentially outsource everything I don't want to do and someone else can probably do better than me and yeah <laughs> that's pretty much my motto now too <laughs> like, mm, I don't want to do that and that takes up my time and the way I look at it too is it not only takes up my time that specific chunk of time but it also takes that energy that I don't like doing something right like grocery shopping I get my groceries delivered and that's the perfect example like I don't really like grocery shopping yeah so why would I do that? 
(laughs) that drains my energy and that doesn't put me in a good place to create and do the things I want to do. So I get it delivered. I don't have to worry about it. It just shows up every week. Sometimes I switch a few things and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, it's brilliant. It's those little things sometimes that just create, you know, so much extra time in your life. It's important. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What would you say is most important to you in your parenting style? And to kind of tie that as well to something else we've talked about is why you've incorporated volunteering, because I I know that's really important for you. So um, how you've incorporated the volunteering into your family's values as well. Um, okay, so volunteering is yeah, it's really important to me. I've I've always volunteered, and um, and I think it's important for the kids to be again grateful um, in their in in their life and to see that that they should be contributing no matter what it is. Whether and and I also think um, there's so many things you can volunteer for out there. Really, like it's incredible how much you can learn, and everybody needs help. So. Um, I've done it forever. I've involved the kids in things like, um, you know, a a really good friend of mine, Ariel Swan, runs a program called Feed the People. And um, it's this amazing grassroots program where we go down to the east side. She gets restaurants, local restaurants to donate their kitchens. And we we cook. uh, We all go down. We we all participate in cooking the meal. And then we all take it down and we serve it. And that happens like every six weeks or so. Um, so my kids have been involved in that and they love doing that. It's such an amazing program. Um, and they get to interact with, with the people on the East side and they really feel good about themselves when they do it. So that's one thing that we do. Um, I'm really involved in the heart and stroke foundation. I'm on their board and I'm their gala chair and I do a lot of work with the heart and stroke foundation and I've involved my children in, um, in that organization, um, my oldest daughter is always at the at the gala volunteering. So she gets to see, they, they all see how much work I put into it all year, but she's actually seen um, the event taking place and she, you know, can volunteer for it. So that's been really fun for her as well. Very cool. Mm. I love that. I um, volunteer, have volunteered with Ronald McDonald House for like ever. And oh. um, I am really excited for a time when I get to when Leo is old enough that I can bring him because I, I just love that you do this with your family. And it's something I definitely am going to, you know, adopt from you because I think it's so important to have that, that gratitude and not just speaking it, but I really believe in the actions. So, you know, it's not necessarily that you need to donate a million dollars to a certain charity. That's great too. If you can do that, great. Um, and I do believe in, you know, being able to give back some of your wealth to your communities as well, but really showing up and taking that action and being there. I think that is, it's so huge. Yeah. And, and, you know, my kids have all attended we day. Um, and that's, I love we day. I think that what they do is really fantastic. My daughter went on one of their trips to Ecuador a couple of years ago and um and help build a, a schoolhouse and you know she had an amazing experience so um our community has a lot of opportunities available for our kids to participate in um and i just think it's really important that we all we all make sure that they're exposed to that 
Yes, I love that. And something else that I know you're passionate about involving your kids in is your business as well. So mm-hmm. I'd love to hear how you've done that because <laughs> I don't hear that very often. So it's really cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's really, really important because I feel like, you know, um, I want my kids to see that you, you can do anything. You know, you can have an idea and you can create it. You can, you can think you want to, you know, you, you want to um, build a brand and you can just do it. And so they've kind of, they've seen me do that, but I've also um, from, from the minute they were born, to be honest, I, every year I take one of my kids with me on a business trip. And so when they were babies, my mom would come, um, but it, you know, it would be like a sales meeting in, in California or a trade show in Miami or, you know, something. So every year one of them comes and, um, and over the years, they've been able to be involved in, in the work. Like, you know, when I was with Roxy and Quicksilver, my, one of my daughters would come down to the sales meeting and, and model, which was really fun for her. And then as they got older, I would have them come to the trade shows and help in my booth. And, um, you know, recently last uh, summer, my oldest daughter came to the Miami swim show and she, you know, she got to, she got to go to all the runway shows and work in the booth. And um, so I've, they've all been a part of that. They are all very comfortable at trade shows and uh, they see what I do. They see, they see me dragging bags through the airport, like loading my car, you know, unpacking um, crates at my trade show booth, building, building a display. Like it's not that they're seeing the glamorous side of it. They're seeing the whole side of it. And, um, and I think it's really inspired them. You know, my daughter, my oldest is going off to Ryerson next year and she's doing creative industries, which is, it's an entrepreneurial course. Yeah. And it's, it's all about fashion, music production. Um, because she's seen that side of the business and she really, you know, resonates with her. So maybe you'll have to hire her as your creative director or something down the line here. <laughs> I mean, I'd lo- I would love that for them to work with me at one point. <laughs> yeah. If it all works out, that'd be so cool. <laughs> mm. But I really like that you've been able to show them because I think you touched on something important there um, is I think a lot of, I don't want to sound all the youth of today, but <laughs> I think because of the veil of social media, there's a lot of conversation around how, you know, there's overnight success, which any entrepreneur knows is not even a thing. (laughs) Like you just have seen this little part. There's been all these other parts that have kind of built upon each other. So I think that's really cool and important that you're showing them the grit and the work that it takes because yeah, something like a trade show, which I've done for previous roles. Oh my, it's so much work. Um, so I, I understand the work that goes into that, but if you've never seen it, you just think, Oh, you just get these sales and you know, yeah. all of a sudden the brand's blown up. It's like, no, you got to grind and hustle too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they've worked, they work trade shows and they see it. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And I think that can only help develop a good work ethic, which yeah, I think does really play into, you know, how you, how you're going to do in this world, really. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So before we get to our final couple questions, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you for being here with me today and for all of your awesome answers and just being so open and very cool. It was really great talking to you. Yeah, I, this was great. And um, thank you for 
doing what you do. And, you know, um, I feel like we're all community as moms and it's so important for us to learn from each other and, and have these conversations. I'm always learning. Absolutely. And that's, that not that the best mindset to be in though? <laughs> I do, I do not know a thing still. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> and where's the best place for listeners to connect with you? Um, I would say they can connect with me through um, Malvados through the website. Um, they can go on there and uh, I'm very involved. I'm, I'm actually like, I, I'm always looking at everything that comes in, even the chat window. I'm seeing who's talking <laughs> to who and any question that comes in, I'm looking at. So I'm pretty involved in that. Um, on Instagram, I'm at supergirljen with two N's. Um, so yeah, those two places. Awesome. So everyone's going to come follow along with Jen and her awesome entrepreneurship will be there. <laughs> the last couple questions, thinking back over the last couple weeks, what has been your biggest mom fail and what's been your biggest mom win? So we'll end on the high note. <laughs> okay. So I would say my biggest fail was, um, you know how there's all these car birthday parades going on right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so we had to go to one a month ago and, um, and I thought, it would be a great idea to like really go crazy and decorate the whole outside of the car. And so, you know, I gave my daughter a roll of tape, like packing tape that I had in my, in my um, warehouse. And so she, you know, we were sticking stuff all over the hood, like balloons and, and posters and stuff. And um, anyway, at the end of the car parade, <laughs> she went to like take everything off and we ripped the paint right off the hood of my car, <laughs> the tape. Oh dear. Big fail. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh dear. Not yeah. ideal. <laughs> no. No. And I guess for a win, um, uh, we just, um, there's a couple of things. I think, you know, what you touched on in terms of the, the, the discussions we're, that are going on right now with Black Lives Matter. I think I look at that as a big win. And, and that was like completely my, my daughter who, initiated those conversations. So um, I'm really grateful for that. Absolutely. That's a big win. That's really yeah. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jen. And we'll all connect with you on Instagram and at malvados.com. And we are so looking forward to all your cool new sandals and shoes that are going to be coming. Thank you. Yeah. You'll have to go and have a look. And um, thank you so much again for having me, Emily. It was a great conversation. Yes, my pleasure, Jen. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.